0: Hello and welcome back once again to A Place to Grow. Every weekday, Pastor Stephen R. Hill of Spirit Life Church in Hearst, Texas, has a life-changing message that will help you to determine God's destiny for your life. This program will help you to identify and use the gifts that God has given you. God has a wonderful plan for your life. Now here's Pastor Steve. If you don't serve God with
1: joy and gladness and thankfulness and praise, then evil spirits will come in and bring you into bondage. Unthankfulness to God is connected to pride and disobedience. In fact, the Bible describes a downward spiral for unthankfulness. Listen to what it says in 2 Timothy 3 and 1. It says, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves. Folks, we are that Facebook Generation, we are lovers of ourselves, at least some of us. We say, Follow me. You should be saying, Follow Jesus. You're like, Follow me online. Follow me at. Oh, you're quiet in here. The Bible says that in the last days, people will become lovers of money, boastful, proud, as I said, disobedient to parents unthankful, and unholy. To be unthankful, God says, is to be unholy. The Bible says holiness without which no one will see the Lord. If you are unthankful to God, you may not be seeing the Lord according to the Scriptures. In Philippians 4 and 6, it says, do not worry about anything. But pray and ask God for everything you need. Listen, always giving thanks. God commands us to give thanks whenever we make a prayer request. Always giving thanks. God expects us to thank him by faith. Because we are believing that everything in our lives as Christians is going to work out for the best. All things are working together for our good. In Romans 8 and 28, it says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. For God knew his people in advance. Come on, repeat after me. God is working everything for my good because I love him and I'm called according to his purpose and he knew me in advance. And if you're really sincere about that, give God praise that everything is going to work for your good. Even the missteps, even the problems, even where I turned aside, if I repent, guess what? It's going to work together for my good. God is going to realign the things we pulled out of alignment. If we repent, and we follow him, and we obey him from this point in our life, it will be like it never happened. Because God has been working things together for your good. You need to understand something. God saw your life while you were in the womb. He knows about the day of your transition. And the plan that he has for your life is a beautiful Wonderful plan. Now, he knew you were going to get off a little bit, but that didn't stop the plan. You, He knew you may not forget. He knew about the troubles that you would encounter with life, but that didn't change the plan. See, God has an eternal plan for your life, and the only way that you cannot fulfill that plan is to purposely just walk away from it and never, ever go back to it. Other than that, God doesn't remove the plan. The plan stays in place. It was given to you before you were born. I think that's good news. Because when, yeah, give God a hand of praise. Yeah. Because we're all not perfect. And if you think you are, you are a liar or deceived You were not perfect. You are not perfect. There is no one perfect but the Lord. So you will make some mistakes in life, and God will have to forgive you. So you better repent and get on with your life to fulfill what God's real plan is for your life because if you don't follow God's plan, you'll never be totally satisfied with life, and you won't end up where God intended for you to end up and let the church say amen. God knew his people in advance. Everything is working together for my good. Come on, repeat. God knew me in advance, and everything is working together for my good. Now, let's talk about praise. The Bible says we enter the courts of God's presence through our praise. We were created to praise God, just like all creation. Listen to some of these verses from Psalm 19. Starting with verse 1, and it's talking about creation speaking praise. It says, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech, and night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech or language where the voice of them cannot be heard. Psalm 148, starting at verse 1, it says, Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His hosts. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, you stars of light. Praise Him, you heaven of heavens, and you waters below the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded and they were created. Kings of the earth and all people, rulers and judges of the earth, young men and young women, old men and children, Let them all praise the name of the Lord. Why? For his name is very great. Praise the Lord. And folks, God created you and you and you to praise him as well. Listen to what it says in Isaiah 43 and 21. This people have I formed for myself. They will speak forth my praise. Now, to show forth in this verse, it means to recount. It means to celebrate. Literally, it means to record, underscore, rehearse, and speak it. My praise is what God is talking about. It means praise actually is the uh, Hebrew word tehillah. And it means to sing hymns about the acts and the greatness of God. So remember, I told you praise is really talking about the greatness of God, as opposed to thanksgiving. God says, speak my praise. In fact, the book of Psalms is mostly composed of sacred songs and poems inspired by the Holy Spirit to do just that, to, to praise God. The Holy Spirit plays an important part in the area of praising God. In fact, the Bible says he dwells in the praises of of God's people. In John 16 and 14, Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit came, he shall glorify me for he re- shall receive of mine and he will show it to you. He will show you everything you need to do regarding your relationship with God and Christ. Jesus said, he shall glorify me. That word glory in the original language, it means uh, to praise. It's the word doxa. It's, It means to praise, it means to worship, it means to give honor. The Holy Spirit comes to honor, to praise, and to glorify Jesus Christ. And the Bible reveals that as we praise the Lord, the Holy Spirit causes Christ to be enthroned with authority over our circumstances so that he can begin to move on our behalf. You've heard this verse Psalm 22 and 3, you are holy enthroned on the praises of your people. You see, praises or praising God actually connects us with his sovereignty, his divine authority, his miraculous power. The Bible says in Psalm 47 and verse 6, Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our king, sing praises. For God is the king over all the earth. Sing praises to him with a psalm. God reigns over the nations, sitting on his holy throne. All of those praises lifts God up upon his throne over us with divine authority. See, your praises put God in the place where he is enthroned supernaturally over all your problems. That's why it's so important for you also to praise God because you get him involved, the Holy Spirit. He dwells in the praises of God's people and you enthrone Christ when you praise him. And the Holy Spirit moves on your behalf. You know where we find this? In the book of Genesis. The Bible tells us that God spoke and the Spirit was brooding over the waters and when God spoke, whatever he said came into being. Your praises is operating in such a way that you lift God over your circumstances And then the Holy Spirit moves on your behalf. That's what praises do. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? You want to always praise God, especially when there's trouble in your life. Now, when we praise God, we allow the Holy Spirit to enter us and to fill us. The Bible says the Holy Spirit fills us and we begin to sing. You hear people singing. It's because they're being filled with the Holy Spirit. In Ephesians 5 and 18, it says, Be filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody from your heart to the Lord. You say, what is that singing? You are always singing. That's a happy song. You're always praising. That's a happy praise. You're, that's the Holy Spirit. He's with you. He's in you. He's filling you. And praises and songs are coming out to the Lord.
0: Thank you for joining us today for A Place to Grow. Here's Pastor Steve with a special invitation for you.
1: Hi, this is Pastor Steve. Don't minimize how God is going to direct your life. And what you are capable of accomplishing. You know, the Bible says God is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask and think. To know God's direction, you must surrender to his will and to his plan. I want to personally invite you to our worship service this Sunday at 10 a.m., it's one of the ways that I know that you're listening. I would love to shake your hand and pray for you. I am certain that the service will encourage you and prepare you for the coming week. A church that's alive is worth the drive.
0: Spirit Life Church is located in the middle of the mid-cities at 1860 Precinct Line Road in Hearst. We offer a safe environment. Get more information at our website, aplacetogrow.org. Now let's get back into today's message.
1: The Bible says be filled. It means to come under the influence of, in the original language. Be filled with the Spirit. Come under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible mentions in this verse three types of praises and worship. It says psalms. Now, a psalm is a string instrument accompanied by a voice. So that's one way you sing praises to God. And then there are hymns, which are basically praise that I mentioned to you. It's a song about the greatness of God. And then there are spiritual songs, a divinely inspired song by the Holy Spirit. We call it the song of the Lord. It's like when the song is over, you just keep on singing whatever comes to your mind. Whatever Holy Spirit is filling your heart and your mind with, you just begin to give God praise and you just thank him. And God instructs us to come before him in this way. You want access to God, you've got to make the song service. You have got, thank you so much for that, amen. You have to get here in time for the song service. Because we have to honor God. We've got to reverence God. If we want an audience with God, you've got to praise him first. You just can't come in with your laundry list and say, Hello, Lord, these are the things I need to happen. He'll look at you like you're crazy. He'll say, Who let that kook in? Doesn't he know who I am? Send him out. Make sure he comes to song service next week. And then I'll consider what he has to say. Some of you, God is saying, come next week, and I'll listen to your prayer request. Look, folks, plain and simple, you can't ride on the back of somebody else. You can't ride on the back of somebody else's praises. You've got to enter for yourself. You've got to thank God for yourself. Don't come in here thinking that you're going to experience everything everybody else did if you miss praise and worship, if you miss thanksgiving, and praise. I hope I'm not discouraging you. I hope I'm instructing you, though, about the protocol of heaven. So that is really what God expects. Now, let me say this. Sometimes praise will be a sacrifice. Because when things go wrong, guess what? God still expects you to praise him. In Jeremiah chapter 33 and 10, it says, thus says the Lord, again there shall be, heard the voice of praise in this place it says praise the Lord of hosts for the Lord is good for his mercy endures forever and of those who will bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord now let me be frank with you Satan is going to do everything he can to steal your praise he knows it's your access to God's presence He knows it's your access to supernatural victory. So he doesn't want you to thank God. He doesn't want you to praise God. Satan tempted Job. He attacked his wealth. He attacked his family. He attacked his health to blame God. And he wanted him to keep silent. He didn't want him to praise God. You see, the devil deceives people into thinking God is the one who causes our trouble. God allows our trouble. God tempts people with evil, but the devil is a liar. Yeah, give God a hand of praise for the devil is a liar. Now, you really need to notice because many times bad things happen and people blame God. Why are you blaming God? Blame the devil. He's the one that's doing it. Let me give you a scripture verse. You may not have taken down any scripture. You may want to write this one down right here. James 1, verses 13 and 14, and then verse 17. Listen to this. When you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. It goes on to say in verse 16, Do not be deceived, verse 17. Every gift which is good and every perfect blessing is from above and comes down from God the Father who is the source of all light. So get it straight. God does not send evil or allow evil. That is the devil. That is Satan. The Bible tells you every gift which is good and perfect, every blessing is from above, which comes down from God the Father. So get it straight and stop blaming God for the devil's work. God does not cause evil, God does not allow evils, he delivers us from evil. In Psalm 54 and 7, it says, For he has delivered me out of all of my trouble. Psalm 18:17, he delivered me from my powerful enemies. For those who hated me, they were too strong for me. However, the Bible tells us that the devil is the accuser of the brethren. He is the accuser. And he wants to test you. He he wants the right to test you. He tells God what a rotten person you are. And he says, put them to the test. I'll prove it to you. Let everything go wrong in their life. And they'll curse you to your face. And this this is what he did with Job. But listen to how Job responded in Job 1 and 20. Even after he lost his wealth, he lost his children, he lost his health. The Bible says Job stood up, he tore his robe in grief, then he shaved his head, he fell down to worship. He said, I came naked from my mother's womb and I will be naked when I leave this earth. The Lord gave what I had and the Lord has taken it away. Praise the name of the Lord. And verse 22 says, In all of this, Job did not sin by blaming God. Job 42 and 10 says, And the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Folks, listen, you can't go through anything in life if you will continue to praise God through it. Offering the sacrifice of praise that God won't give you double what you started with. Can we pause and give God a hand of praise for that? That's good news. Praising God gives you access to supernatural intervention, even in spiritual warfare. In Psalm fifty and verse 23, it says, Whoso offers praise glorifies me and I will show them my salvation. The word salvation there means my deliverance, my safety, my prosperity. See, praising God brings us victory, protection, provision, promotion. Praise is actually the voice of faith. Because when you're going through hard times, it takes faith to believe that God's going to bring you through the other side. And your praise is expressing your faith. I'm going to give you one more story. Judah's king, Jehoshaphat, was faced by an army way larger than Israel, and they were sure to be beaten. However, praise brought the victory. In 2 Chronicles chapter 1 and 1, it says, And it happened that after this, the people of Moab and the people of Ammon and others came to battle against King Jehoshaphat. It says... In another portion of the scripture, um, 2 Chronicles 20 and 20, early the uh, the next morning, uh, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness and on the way, Jehoshaphat, that's the king, stopped and said, listen to me, everyone. He said, believe in the Lord your God and be firm. Believe in his prophets and you will succeed because the prophet said, all you have to do is go down there and just begin praising God. You will not have to fire a shot. You will not have to fight these people. God will take care of your enemy. So he said, believe what the prophet said. Let's go. In verse 21, it says, And after consulting the leaders of the people, the king appointed, listen, singers to walk ahead of the army to sing about the Lord's holy splendor, giving him praise. And this is what they say, give thanks to the Lord, his faithful love endures forever. Now, can you imagine an army getting ready to destroy you, seeing that they can destroy you, but now they're hearing the song of the Lord and they're hearing the praises of people to God going up. They just stood looking at them with their mouths open like, what in the world is going on? These people are crazy. But they kept coming, they kept coming, and they kept praising God. And the Bible says at some moment, verse 22, at that moment, they began singing and praising God that the Lord caused those armies to start fighting amongst themselves. All of a sudden, somebody's sword started striking somebody next to them. And somebody's spirit started stabbing somebody next to them. And all of a sudden, they are fighting against each other in total confusion, not understanding what is taking place. The Bible says, So when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, there were dead bodies lying everywhere, and not a single one of the enemy had escaped. Folks, when you praise the Lord, God will fight against your circumstances, and you will win.
0: Thank you for joining us today for A Place to Grow. If you were touched by the ministry of the Holy Spirit today, Please consider going to our website, aplacetogrow.org, and leave a donation of any size. It will be much appreciated and used to expand our radio ministry. You can also download a copy of today's message by navigating to the Media tab. The title of today's message is The Power of Thanksgiving and Praise, Part 2. Now Pastor Steve wants to pray with you. This is Pastor Steve, and the most important decision
1: that you will make in life is where you will spend eternity. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as Savior, I want to lead you in this prayer. So pray with me. Dear God, I am a sinner. I am sorry for my sins. Please forgive me and change my life. I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ, your son, died for me on the cross of Calvary and rose again. Jesus, come into my life. I receive you now and confess you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for salvation and eternal life. If you've prayed that prayer, then Jesus Christ has come into your life. Continue to pray every day. Continue to read God's Word. Find a church. Ask God to lead and guide you by His Holy
0: Spirit. God bless you today, and keep listening to A Place to Grow. Thank you for joining us today for A Place to Grow. You're always invited to join us for our spirit-filled worship service every Sunday morning at 10. We offer a safe environment. Spirit Life Church is located at 1860 Precinct Line Road in Hearst, Texas. Get more information at our website, aplacetogrow.org. Also, remember to be with us every weekday at 4 p.m. and Sunday afternoons at 2.30, right here on Bible School Radio, 91.3 KDKR.